0: A Mitch and Jeremy exclusive.
1: I was thinking, I was joking about it with my buddy. I was like, it almost sounds like Mutt should have been like on this song with you because like I could hear like Mutt style backing vocals, like "Shine a Light, Shine a Light" or something, like, you know?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but um, I'm I'm sure I'll work with Mutt again. Yeah, yeah.
1: You see that like happening?
0: I don't know. I, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I'd like to, of course. We talk still a lot. Yeah. I mean, we're we're always going to be great friends because we. Spent most of the nineties together.
1: I mean, "Waking Up the Neighbors" and then 18 You know, I mean, like "Waking Up the Neighbors" on it's, it's my top in my top five favorite records of all time. Like Thank I've you. listened to that top to bottom. I know it so well. <laughs> and you know, the well, that's where back, I met you last time was on the thirtieth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I even remember it was asking it 20th, you twentieth 25th twenty fifth anniversary twenty fifth right? anniversary. Yeah, yeah, it was twenty twelve. I right. think it was. Yeah, and I remember that was the first thing I asked you. I'm like, tell me some mutt stories. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so there's so a lot can, of them. I can imagine. Sure, yeah, give me a really good mutt story then. Um, I don't even know where to start. I remember last time we spoke, I asked you about recording the backing vocals, and you said that you were so surprised with how many layers he does.
0: Well, on one particular song, I remember we we recorded. Uh, I think it was on "Thought I Died and Gone to Heaven." Uh, we were because we had a forty-eight track machine. Uh, we because we didn't. There was, Pro Tools; didn't exist back no. then or anything digital. There's forty-eight
1: tracks on tape.
0: Forty-eight tracks on tape. Wow. Um, it was digital tape and so we recorded 48 tracks of one background vocal I think it was thought I died and gone to heaven that the chorus right. and then we were finished it and I was like wow that sounds great he goes well that's the left channel <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you did 48 more for the right Yeah.
0: And even the oh, 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 all like, those
1: all those all those yeah so you do 48 each so there was like each line really yeah 100 wow. channels of vocals that's crazy and even the drums on that record like you know the, so were those done through the Fairlight
0: It was a combination of live mm-hmm. um, recording and 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 the uh Fairlight Mm. um so the
1: like drum like the samples would come out of the fair and then like symbols the would be overdubbed kind of thing or
0: that that and sometimes there was real performance um inter, intermingled with with uh you know the steadiness of the fair, fair Okay, line.
1: nice. Yeah, so there's a, couple of, sound, like, a like, couple of elements on there where you hear some like real toms kind of blended in, and I'm like, oh, that's probably a live performance there.
0: Yeah, and also we had uh, Clear Mountain mixing it, so Clear Mountain would have added... Yeah, what
1: was that dynamic? Like, you have Mutt as a producer, and then you have Clear Mountain like, mixing it. Was it was like,
0: the A-Team. Yeah,
1: because usually it would have been Mutt and Shipley, but then you have Clear It was kind of like one of the original mixers,
0: really. Yep. You know. So, no, I mean, it was good. It yeah. worked out
1: fine. What was the biggest difference between, you know, Clear Mountain on Reckless and then Mutt?
0: Oh, you, you really can't compare. No. No, no, no. So to have I them mean, mixing w- the record, Keith you know. Scott, my guitarist, and I all, often say that uh, working with Mutt um, for, for 10 years was like going through the University of Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: To be fair, yeah. Ser-
0: seriously, I mean, he was unbelievable. I learned a lot, and I think I became a much better, better singer for working with him.
1: Mm. Yeah, because, I mean, first and foremost, he's a bass player and a singer.
0: Well, he's just an all-round musician. He, mm. He's one of the greatest producers of all time, and yeah. I mean, uh, I we like we, we really AI, so. we really um, have a lot of respect yeah. for him, and I uh, would love to work with him again. What's
1: like the biggest lesson you learned? Are you still incorporating some of those lessons you learned from Mutt in the songwriting today or um, production? There it really
0: isn't a rule when it comes to to songwriting on Mutt because he he would always surprise me with where he would go would take things right um, but he he would also learn from us and from other people he's worked with in the past okay. he he's he's very very uh, very clever hmm. yeah, interesting yeah. I was listening
1: to a podcast with Jim Valance and he was talking about the Pretty Woman Broadway show. Right. And he said something really funny where he said that you guys would, you know, you've been working on this thing for four years you yeah. you write a song and then the director would come back and say, you know what, this isn't really fitting the scene. Can you go and rewrite it? Right. <laughs> so as a songwriter, like, trying to put this thing together, like, does that get into your mind? Like, oh, like, is this well, good Jim, enough? Well, or-
0: Jim may not have been as ready for it as I was because right. um, if we get back to Mutt, Mutt would often say to me, you know, that's let's make the let's make your chorus a verse and write a new chorus you know wow. so that that kind of stuff would happen and so I was very used to the and then again I, I did it again uh, on spirit stallion of the Cimarron mm-hmm. um, that film the animated film back in the in the 2000s where uh, I had DreamWorks. Uh, and the writing and the director directorial team coming in and saying yeah we need to change this we need to change that we need to change this you need to write a new one here you write a new one there finish this one da 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 so it was always there was you know you would spend literally the whole nine o'clock in the morning till midnight in the studio writing to make to make it work and so I don't think Jim had been through that kind of <laughs> he wasn't ready that kind of grind yeah so when I when I did it it was like okay here we go again right right I I get this but you know I had to sort of talk him off the ledge a few times yeah well you said there was a lot of sandwiches like we'd walk back and I'd take him for a sandwich and okay it's gonna be okay man we're gonna get this you know (laughs) it's that intense though like sure oh man
1: you yeah, it's true because, like, you know, I've read stories about Mud. Like, you know, the song "Photograph" of Def Leppard. you are like, okay, you know, the entire song, the entire chorus changed during the mix. So it's like you're constantly. Listen, getting... I'll
0: tell you a great Mutt story. Uh, here, we we got this song, and I think the song on the album was called "Not Guilty." Okay. And I great song. I really liked the chorus, but the verse just wasn't working. Okay. And so and I kept saying, Mutt I just don't think this verse is very good. We need to write a new verse. Hmm. And he finally went, "Stop the machine." He put all the tracks in record for the verse, like guitar bass drums, keyboards, any any vocals, and he put it on record and dropped out for the chorus. And I was like, and kept he kept the drums. Right. I said, What did you just do? He goes, Well you didn't like the verse, let's write a new verse so that was it it was gone, gone. <laughs> it was just
1: gone gone forever and you can't like control no. Z that
0: no it's gone oh my god gone forever
1: do you remember what it was nope man if it wasn't
0: good enough that's all I know <laughs> <laughs> but that that's the kind of thing that would, would always blow my mind and, yeah. he, and he was he was really like cool with it he'd be like let's write another one wow yeah that's intense man no it's great and that, it was really cool that was actually a great lesson you know the thing about songwriting and this is the thing I'd always say to songwriters is to be less precious about your your work you know yeah. and always be open to making it better right interesting
1: yeah. I love stories like that because I'm such a big mutt fan that it's like you know
0: I gathered that yeah
1: <laughs> well a big fan of yours as well You know. right like- well was so awkward i I interviewed shania and i was just asking her questions and she was like oh it's totally fine like i love talking about this stuff Is that how she sounds
0: pretty much okay (laughs) you know
1: how she sounds no i don't (laughs) the mitch lafon and jeremy white show the
0: mitch lafon and jeremy white show
1: available wherever you stream
0: catch up on past interviews and episodes on demand now
1: subscribe so you don't miss any of it